Verse 10, and the Philistines said, I just want to kind of give you, I'm going to give you a synopsis of this whole chapter. Verse 10, and the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. Verse 11, when Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. They were scared. They were shaken in their flip-flops. <laughs> Verse 14, and David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. Verse 16, and the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. 40 days of talking smack. Wow, how annoying. Verse 20, and David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper. Everyone say a keeper. And took and went as Jesse had commanded him, and he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle. Verses 22 and 23. Uh, and David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper. Everyone say keeper of the carriage. And ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words, and David heard them. Just a few more verses here. And uh, this is verse uh, 29. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Lastly, verses 49 and 50. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. And we'll just stop right there. How did Eric do? Good job. He gave himself two enthusiastic thumbs up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's always a privilege to preach the word, and I do not take it lightly. And whether you are here in this room with me tonight or if you're watching from your smartphone or your tablet, I believe I have a word for you. And it's something that I think is needed in this hour this is, I believe, a right now word for us for where the church is right now. I want to title this tonight, Calling All Keepers. Calling All Keepers. Can you yell that back to me? Maybe put your hands up to your mouth and say, Calling All Keepers. All right, call and response. I'll say it and you answer. Calling All Keepers. One more time so they can hear you from their homes. Calling all keepers. That's what I want to talk to you about for a little bit this evening. Could you lift your hands, your voices, engage right now, and, and ask the Lord to talk to us 
Lord, speak to me. Come on, that's it. Lord, speak to me. Lord, help me. Lord, challenge me. Lord, change me. Lord, don't let me just leave this place the same. Lord, help me to be challenged. Yes, Lord. Oh, come on. The kingdom of God needs some hands. They need some feet. The kingdom of God needs us. Why don't you go ahead and pray it. Use me, Lord. Send me, Lord. I'll go, Lord. Whatever you need, Jesus, I'm at your service. Whatever the church needs, oh God. Whatever this church needs, whatever the kingdom needs, that's what I'll be, Lord. Come on, every young person, every married couple, every individual, from the youngest to the oldest, use me. Send me, Lord. Come on. We need some laborers tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. If you're going to help me preach for a couple minutes, just clap your hands to the Lord and you may be seated. Calling all keepers. The word keeper is found many times throughout God's word. And there are many different types of keepers referenced in the Bible. In Jeremiah 4.17, it mentions the keepers of fields. In 1 Samuel 17.22, it lists the keeper of carriages. In 2 Kings 22.14 and 2 Chronicles 34.22, it refers to the keeper of wardrobes. I think we have a couple ladies in here that that could be your description. You got more clothes than you have closet space. You're just going biblical. You're the keeper of wardrobes. <laughs> in 1 Chronicles 9:19, there's keepers to the entry of the tabernacle. And Esther chapter 2, here's another fun one, introduces you to the keeper of maidens. That sounds like a tough job. That sounds like herding cats to me. I, I better move on. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we, we had a spirit was moving there for just a minute. Forgive me. We'll get back on track here. 2 Kings 25, 18, Jeremiah 35, 4. It mentions the keepers of the temple doors. Oh, Nehemiah 3.29, the keeper of gates. Genesis 46.34, the keepers of cattle. Ezekiel 40.45, the keepers in charge in the sanctuary. Song of Solomon 5.7 tells you about the keepers of walls. 2 Kings 11, verse 5, the keepers of the watch. Nehemiah 2, verse 8, the keepers of the forest. First huh. Samuel 26, 2, David appointed and said, you are the keeper of my head. Ezekiel 40, verse 46, this one speaks to me. The keeper of the altar. I think you're starting to get the picture just a little bit. There are all kinds of keepers that you find in the Bible. All of these that I just mentioned and so many more 
come from the Hebrew word shamar, which means to guard, to keep watch, to protect, to hedge about as with thorns, to give attendance to or to pay close attention to. A keeper is one who watches and cares for some specific item or some specific person. A keeper devotes themselves to something or someone. They're responsible for guarding, protecting, and giving great attention to some person or some thing. Their lives were given in a certain pursuit. You are commissioned to keep these doors. You are called to keep this altar. You are challenged to keep this city. <laughs> this was the job of a keeper. It might have been something within the tabernacle, or it might have been just something within the city. It might have been something that sounded glorious like the keeper of the altar, or it might have been a dirty job of keeping carriages and caring for donkeys. But no matter the task, no matter the job, the keeper was there to perform a task and do it with excellence. Guard this. Care for that. Watch over this. Protect that. And I am here in the Holy Ghost to talk to the church family this evening. And this message is calling all keepers. Calling all keepers. It's time to get to work. Calling all keepers. It's time to find your place. Calling all keepers. What the kingdom of God needs, what this local church needs, is a whole bunch of keepers to take their place within the kingdom of God. We need the keepers of pianos. We need a keeper of the drum set. We need the keeper of a vacuum cleaner. We need the keeper of a video camera. We need a keeper. We need a keeper of cleanliness. We've got to have keepers if we're going to have revival. And I feel the Lord saying, I need some men, some women, some young people to, to step up to the task and say, whatever the job, whatever the need, I'll take the place. I'll guard it. I'll care for it. I'll protect it. I'll pay close attention to it. Pastor, you don't have to worry about the vacuum cleaner. I'll take care of it. Church, you don't have to worry about the soundboard. I'll take care of it. 
You don't have to worry if there'll be batteries in the microphone. I'll take care of it. What we need in this hour are keepers. Calling all keepers. There's a video camera waiting on you. Calling all keepers. There's a Sunday school class waiting on you. Calling all keepers. There's the front doors of the church that needs a friendly face to welcome someone new to the house of God. We've got to have some people rise up, and I feel the Spirit saying, now is the time for us to get involved like never before. I'll do it. I'll clean it. I'll go there. I can handle that. Come on, lift your hands right now and talk to the Lord. Allow the Lord to speak to you. <laughs> some of you have been praying, use me, Lord. That's it. Let those tears stream down your cheeks. Use me, Lord. <laughs> whatever the church needs, whatever the kingdom of God needs, I'll do it. I'll go there. I'll be that. <laughs> Without keepers, cattle get away. Without keepers, Thieves break in. Without altars, uh, without keepers, altars aren't clean. Without keepers, candles burn out. Without keepers, nowadays, revival comes to a screeching halt. Revival requires laborers. <laughs> Without keepers, there's chaos. Without keepers, there's no growth. And I'm a part of a church that's in revival. And if we're going to stay in revival, we've all got to find what kind of keeper we are, get in our place, and serve gladly. Can y'all hear me out there? Give me a little bit of monitor up here. Talk to the Lord for a moment. Why don't you pray that? Send me, Lord. Use me, Lord. You're a keeper. I'm a keeper. We have a place. We have a spot. I ain't got time to get into it, but whenever there were not keepers present, bad things happened. You can find in the Old Testament when the keepers of the gates weren't there, kings were killed. When people are not in their position, things fall apart. And I feel the Spirit saying, if we are going to continue to grow, if we are going to go from victory to victory, there has to be something inside all of us. Not one of us, not two of us, not ten of us, but all of us saying, I'm going to find my place, I'm going to get a hold of a job in the kingdom of God, and I'm going to carry that burden for the church. Calling all keepers. There's a baptistry to fill up and empty and clean out. Calling all keepers. There's AC filters that have to be changed. 
Calling all keepers. There's Bible studies that have to be taught. Calling all keepers. There are guests that don't have transportation and they need someone to pick them up. To keep, to guard, to care for, to give undivided attention to, to protect and say, I've got this. And I feel the Spirit saying, there's some people that's about to claim some territory and say, I got this. I got this. I'll take care of it. I don't need credit. I don't need attention. It don't matter what anyone else is doing. I'll do this and I'll do it gladly. Oh, shout to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Grab a hold of it before we move on. No one's going to have to remind me to vacuum. No one's going to have to remind me to invite them. No one's going to have to remind me or beg me to pick them up for church. I'm a keeper, and I'm giving my undivided attention to the task at hand. Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep praying. You can sit down for a minute. It has to be the most known type of keeper found in Scripture is the shepherd or the keeper of sheep. That's what I want to zero in on in just a moment. And what we read in our opening passage is 1 Samuel chapter 17. It's all of our favorite, David and Goliath. Oh, man, that gets me excited. I was just reading the text, and some of y'all were clapping, and woo, and y'all feeling the Holy Ghost. It's powerful. So much truth there, so much goodness there. And you follow the story of David and Goliath, and the Philistines have the advantage. And here comes the terrible giant Goliath, their champion, and all of the children of God cowering in fear. And day after day, Goliath taunting. Day after day, nobody answering. And David finally shows up. And when David gets there, he says, is there not a cause? You want a piece of me? You talking? And David steps up and with his sling and his stone. It was a long distance. <laughs> Sinks into his forehead. The giant falls over. His head's chopped off. David's the victor. The people of God rally. And there's revival in the land once again. Powerful story. Incredible passage of scripture. But there's a little revelation tucked in this that I feel like is often overlooked. And that's what I want to share with you for just a moment. <sighs> David himself is a shepherd boy. Often in scripture you find David keeping the sheep. When it's time for him to be anointed king, where is he? He is keeping the sheep in a field before he heads to the battle against the Philistine. He is with his father's sheep. He was a keeper. Everyone say, keeper. keeper. You should look at your spouse right now and say, you're a keeper. <laughs> there you go, two brownie points right there. I want you to see this, though. 
We rejoice in David and Goliath with his little sling and his stone. David prevails as champion. Go, David! (laughs) But instead of being the David in the story this evening, what I'm asking us to do is see someone that gets absolutely no glory. Someone that gets absolutely no credit. (laughs) We'll get there in just a second. Go to verse 28 in 1 Samuel chapter 17. I want you to see this because as David gets to the field of battle, look at what his brother says. Eliab's anger was kindled against David and said, Why camest thou thou down hither? With whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? What's he do? You're not even doing your job, David. Look at you, you're not taking care of the sheep. You abandoned your position. You were supposed to keep the sheep. Because even though battles need fighting, sheep still need watching. Someone has to keep the sheep. David, you're anointed. David, you're powerful. David, you're the one that can take down Goliath. But the only way he can kill the giant is if there's someone that can watch the sheep. Look at verse 20. It says, and David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with A keeper. Everyone say keeper. We don't know his name. We don't know who he is. We don't know anything about him except that he's a keeper. But because there was a keeper, because there was someone that was faithful, because there was someone that was dependable, David was able to say, can I leave these sheep with you? Because there was someone faithful. (laughs) Will you lead them beside still waters when I'm not there? Will you protect them from from bears when I'm not there? Will you protect them from, from the lions when I'm not there? And because there was a keeper who was faithful, David was able to march to a field of battle and kill a giant. What am I trying to say? We like the big. We like the boisterous. We like the services. We love the anointing. But we must never forget that there's got to be work done behind the scenes. The church has got to have keepers in place. Someone will change the batteries. Someone who will clean the church. Someone that will do the ministry work behind the scenes. Someone that will be faithful to a Sunday school class. (laughs) David loved his sheep. (laughs) It's, It's evident he, he, he killed a lion. He fought a bear just to protect a little lamb. And so David now entrusting these sheep with a keeper. <laughs> Will you care for them while I'm away? 
Will you watch over them while I'm in battle? Somebody hear me in the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, uh, will, will you be here tomorrow when I'm not here to look over your shoulder? Will you still be here next week if I'm not here to be your cheerleader? Will you feed the sheep? Will you care for the sheep? Will you defend the sheep? That's what the kingdom of God needs. People that will say, I'll do the work. I'll be a keeper. Here's my hands. Here's my feet. Send me, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. You ought to cry out to the Lord right now. Come on, can you be a keeper? Can I be trusted? Ha <laughs> Calling all keepers. There's a ministry waiting on you. Calling all keepers. There's a job waiting on you. Calling all keepers. If we're going to have revival, you've got to be in place. <laughs> oh, if there was no faithful keeper, David would not have been free to face the Philistine. But there was someone that was dependable behind the scenes. That David didn't have to question. That David didn't have to beg. That he had complete trust in him. Listen, there's a Goliath waiting on me out here. There's a giant waiting on us out here. And I can't kill him. I can't defeat this spirit if I'm worried about these sheep all the time. You read over and over again that Jesus is called the son of David. There's great things that Jesus is wanting to do in this city. There's great things that the Lord has in store for this church and in this city. But the only way we're going to have victory and we're going to have revival is if there's keepers in place. Will the batteries be changed? Will the speaker be cleaned? Will the vacuum be out? Will the screen still work? Will the yard be mowed? <laughs> oh, keeper, where are you at? <sighs> Jesus, the son of David, is wanting to do great things. The Lord's wanting to do wonderful things, but he needs some keepers. The church needs trusted laborers. The kingdom of God depends on trusted people. This isn't even the only keeper that you find in verse 22 of the same passage. And it says, David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of carriages. Somebody that just took care of the donkeys. Somebody that took care of the items. Here, can I trust you with my wallet? Can I trust you with all of this food that I've brought here for the brethren? Can I trust you not to steal these donkeys that I brought with me? There's a Goliath I've got to face. And if I'm going to fight him, I've got to have a clear mind if the kingdom of God is going to stay in revival. If we're going to keep slaying giants and getting the victory, we need more keepers to say, here I am, here I am, 
<laughs> Give me the donkeys. It don't matter. I'll clean the toilet. I'll be an usher. I'll be a greeter. Whatever the kingdom of God needs, that's what I'm going to be. Could you begin to pray that if you feel it right now? You can trust me, Lord. I'll do it, Lord. Come on, that's it. Lift your voice. Cry out to the Lord. This is it. This is the word for tonight. We don't have to go any further than this right here. The Lord is calling all keepers. Can I trust you with some video equipment? Can I trust you with some light bulbs? Can I trust you in a Sunday school class? Can I trust you with the youth group? Come on, keeper. Rise up and take your place. Let's pray. Let's find a place and pray. Come on, that's it. Cry out to the Lord. Can your church ministry team depend on you? Can I be counted upon? Oh, can I be counted upon? Oh, that keeper got no glory. We don't know his name. Oh, but if there was no keeper, David would not have been able to go and fight Goliath. That's it. We got children in the altar. That's it. Whatever I can do, whatever I can be. Oh, that's it. Don't worry, y'all can be free. Just keep the mic loud and y'all just put the camera on wide zoom. Let's all pray. Let's all seek the Lord right now. Come on, calling all keepers. Calling all keepers. There's all kinds of jobs you're not going to want to do. There's jobs for the church I don't want to do. But it's got to be done if we're going to have revival. Come on, somebody, let's rise up and do whatever it takes to see the kingdom grow. That's it. Here I am. That's it. From the youngest to the oldest. I'll learn how to work a computer. I'll learn how to push a couple buttons. I'll help collect the offering. I'll be a greeter. I don't care. Whatever I got to do. I, don't, I just want to be a keeper. I just want to be dependable. Come on, that's it. Find your vein of ministry and protect it. Guard it with your life. Cherish it. That's it. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Here I am, Lord. I'll do anything. Come on. I can just hear the keeper as David is walking off in the distance. Don't you worry, David. I'll take care of these sheep. Don't you worry, David. You go on to the battlefield. I can hear that carriage keeper. Go on, David. You don't have to worry about it. I got it. You can trust me, David. Go ahead and kill that Goliath. I can't fight the giant, but I can keep that donkey for you. That's it. (laughs) Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Come on, people. The Lord's going to ask things of you that you don't even want to do. There's things in the kingdom you're going to have to do you don't even want to do. But can he trust you? Can he trust you? Use me, Lord. Come on, we've been praying that. We've been feeling that. Use me, Lord. Send me, Lord. I'll go, Lord. That's it. Use me, Jesus. I'll learn how to use a camera. I'll learn how to edit videos. If the job needs to be done, I'm going to do it. Whatever is needed, I'll do it. Yes, beautiful.
Yes, yes. Here I am, Jesus. Uh, calling all keepers. There's a new building waiting on us. Calling all keepers. There's Bible study students waiting on us. Calling all keepers. Uh, there's people that need a ride to church that's waiting on someone to drive. Calling all keepers. <laughs> there's people in the church that need a, a friendly voice and a friendly word. Calling all keepers. <laughs> the toilet paper's got to be replaced. Calling all keepers. The weeds have got to be pulled. Calling all keepers. There's walls that need to be painted. Calling all keepers. <laughs> That's it. Cry out to the Lord. Use me, Lord. Use us, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Someone else might snub their nose at it, but I'll be a keeper in God's house. I'll do whatever it takes just for the church to grow, just for the church to be in revival. I'll do whatever it takes to help the Sunday school team. I'll do whatever it takes to help the music team. I'll do whatever it takes to help the pastor. I'll do whatever it takes to help the new convert. I'm a keeper. That's it, just pray. Just seek the Lord for a little while. I'll say yes, Lord. Come on, some of you need to say yes right now. There's been others in ministry that's tried to get you involved and you've tried to stay disconnected. Now's the time to say yes. 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 Whatever the kingdom needs, whatever the church needs, I'll help. I'll serve. I'll do. I'll go. I'll be. Ha, 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 ha. Oh. Ha, 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 ha. Oh. 
Let me tell you, before David was ever anointed to be king, he was a keeper in a field. Before David ever went to fight a battle against a Goliath, he was a keeper in a field. Don't just sit around and think you're going to wait on some fancy title or some big anointing. It's going to start with you keeping something simple, just being faithful with something little. I'm going to clean this bathroom every week. I'm going to I'm going to vacuum this carpet every week. I'll do whatever is needed. I don't need an attaboy. I don't need a pat on the back. I'm just here to serve. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Come on, that's it, young person. Come on, Eric. Use me, Lord. That's it, James. Use me, Lord. Yes, Lena, Haley, use me, Lord. Find a place and just serve. Oh, no one's got to beg me. I'm just here to serve. That's it, yes. Oh, even those of us in ministry, you say, I'm doing a lot already. Come on, is there something else the Lord's asking of you that's uncomfortable? Is the Lord talking to you about something and you're trying to justify the other things you're doing? Oh, come on, be the keeper of that instrument. Give yourself to to diligent practice. Give yourself to excellence. Oh, I love what I'm feeling right now. Total surrender to the Lord. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Wherever, whatever, oh God, I'm here. I serve at your pleasure, Lord Jesus. Whatever you need of me, Lord. Whatever you ask of me, Lord. Oh, come on. Keepers, let's rise up. Keepers of soundboards, keeper of hospitality, keepers of cleaning, keepers of Bible studies, keepers of worship, keepers of vacuums, (laughs) keepers of classrooms, (laughs) keepers of towel washing for the baptistry. Oh, well, that's someone else's job. No, whatever's needed, I'll do it. I just want Goliath to fall. I just want the spirits to be broken. I just want revival in this city. Come on, let's pray that right now. We just want revival. We just want the enemy to lose. We just want the church to have victory. Whatever it costs, whatever I got to sacrifice, I'll give. I'll do it. Oh. Jesus. Oh. Could you stand to your feet with me all over the house? (laughs) If you're physically able to, if you're not, that's fine. But even if you're at home, it'd be good for you to stand if you're able to. If you're in agreement with this, you ought to stand to your feet right now. There are a lot of people that feel like a lot of service is beneath them. 
It's just humanity. Suddenly pride can enter in and, well, I've paid my dues and I don't have to do that anymore. And you even see that spirit where Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? That ain't my job to watch. That ain't my thing to serve. I don't have to do that. But I feel the spirit that was like on David when he said in Psalm 84, I would rather be a doorkeeper in God's house than to dwell in the wealth of the wicked. There's no better life than living and working for the Lord. And if you'll just say, use me, Lord. Use us, Lord. You're going to be so joyful when we go from just taking to giving the spirit of God meets you like never before I want us right now to minister to each other don't get in anyone's faces if they don't want you praying with them but I want you to pray right now use them send them keep them come on that's it use them Lord you're watching at home pray with your spouse pray with your family come on that's it oh God I'll be a keeper. I'll be a shepherd. I'll keep these gates. I'll keep these doors. I'll keep this church clean. I'll watch these walls. I'll protect the people. Ah, come on, there you go. Ah, come on, that's it. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's it. The Lord drawing you. Say yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. Say yes. Come on, that's it. The Lord's calling. The Lord's reaching. Oh, he's looking. Will somebody keep these sheep? Will somebody keep this carriage? I want to give you victory, but I need some help. Come on, that's it for just another moment. Use us. Send us. I'll be a doorkeeper. I'll take whatever's perceived to be the lowest job in the kingdom. I don't care. I just want to be a keeper. I just want to be a keeper. I just want you to use me, Lord. Oh. I love what I'm feeling. This church is growing. There's a multiplication of ministry happening right now. There's somebody in ministry. You need to share your ministry with someone. You work in hospitality. You need to share that ministry with someone new. You work somewhere in this church. You need to teach that ministry to someone. I'm going to train a new Sunday school teacher. I'm going to train a new usher. Come on, don't hold. Don't don't put a death grip on that ministry. Give it away. Give it away. Come on, don't pray it off of you. Pray it into you right now. Lord, I'm taking this to heart. I'm putting this word to work. (laughs) I'm not leaving this place tonight until I am signed up for something in the church.
I'm helping with something. I'm doing something. Oh, God, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes, yes. Say yes to the Lord. Say yes to His will. Say yes to service. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Cain asking the question, am I a keeper? I hope all of us will say, yes, I am. I'm a keeper. The Egyptians, which are a a type, it's an example of the world, they said that keepers of cattle and sheep were an abomination to them. They couldn't stand keepers. The world and carnal folks won't understand the heart of a keeper. You want to give extra time to do what? To, to, to sit in the back of a church and do what? To go on an off night and do what? They won't understand. But you'll just say, get me to the house of God. I just want to work for him. Pretty interesting to think of even that, that the Lord reveals the coming of Jesus Christ being born. Who's he heralded to first? The angels show up to? Keepers. Maybe just because he knew he could count on them being in a certain spot at a certain time. I know where they're going to be. Angels go down there and tell those old shepherds, they're always right here. I can always count on them. I feel that in the Holy Ghost. It's time. I'm not just saying that. It's time for a multiplication of ministry. You've been here month after month after month. It's time to get to work. Every single one of us need to have some form of ministry that we are keeping in our care. And I'll check that mic. It's good on batteries, or that one needs a change, or I'll take care of this, or I'll take care of that. Every single one of us, calling all keepers. Could we, we're we're getting out of here. Look at this, 802, my word. I'm so happy right now. Look at this. Before we leave, though, I I, I just want to make sure that you're not just saying, that was cute and nice, and I, I like the keeper thing. That was cute. But rather, that's me. That's you. That's you, that's us. We're all keepers. Well, I can't, I can't teach like that. Okay, well, not everyone's a keeper of sheep. There's keeper of doors, keeper of walls, keeper of carriages. Everybody just has to keep something. Let's pray that one more time. Before you leave this place, just say, just say those words, Lord, I'm going to do this. I'm a keeper. I'm going to answer the call. I'm going to do something. Mean it. Come on. Ho, 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 ho. Ha, 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 ha. I'll be responsible for something. I, I can handle that. I'll do something, Lord. If you're watching at home, maybe you're frustrated because of this virus junk that's going on. Just say, I, I'm going to find something that I can do. I'm a part of the kingdom. I'm going to do something. I'm going to be responsible for something within the church. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you in advance for the revival that we're going to experience because of the extra ministry hands. I thank you, Lord, for the harvest that we're going to experience because of the fresh commitment. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I do. I encourage you. Before you leave this place tonight, I want you to evaluate what you are keeping currently. Okay? All right, and think about that. Okay, and what, what can I do? There's various aspects uh, within this church that everybody can do something. And so whether it's coming to myself or someone else that you just see running around with like a chicken with their head cut off before service, you know, say, okay, what, is there something I can do? Can I be a, uh, in the hospi- on the hospitality team? What do I have to do to do such and such? There will be something that you can do right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel good right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Before, I, before you leave here, I mean that. If you're watching at home, send me a text. Send someone else an, a, a text. Maybe your small group leader. Ask what you can do. We're going to find a place to serve. Sound good? Sound right? Hallelujah. I love this church so much. I'm so thankful that you respond on a Wednesday night. This is not a church that only has church like once a month. The Holy Ghost moves here all the time. I, I, that's why I don't even like labeling the midweek service as a like midweek Bible study just because you never know what's going to happen around here. And so we just show up and God does his thing. Love you all so much. Reach out to someone. Reach out to someone. Invite someone new to church and invite someone old to church. Someone that hasn't been here in a while that you're missing, call them, text them, Facebook them, send them a carrier pigeon. I don't care. Just reach out to someone and invite them to the house of the Lord. Let's have a great week, and we're going to have a wonderful service here on Sunday at 10 a.m. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.